time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday, your best look ahead at the weekend sport with a major emphasis, as ever, on the Dons. For Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, we look ahead to a vital four days for Aberdeen with tomorrow's SPFL Premiership trip to Partick, followed very quickly by the Scottish Cup quarterfinal replay at Kilmarnock on Tuesday. We'll have the rest of the weekend action as well as the predictor. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. And Dave Galloway, great news regarding Scott McKenna this week. He's going to be here for quite a long time. Yes, absolutely, until 2023. And Derek McInnes is delighted that the big man has penned another extension. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Brilliant news for a brilliant young man. He's been excellent. Um, he's really responded this season for his running the team. Everything that's getting asked of him, he's doing very well and he's getting that recognition, but you would never know it um, through his manner, how he trains. He's just a boy that wants to improve and be as best as he can. That's who we want to work with at this club, so... You know, he deserves the, the improved contract. Um, we're delighted that he sees this um, uh, an opportunity to extend and be with us for the next foreseeable future. But there's no doubt he's a huge asset to us and um, there's going to be good things happening for Scott. But thankfully, um, for us, the next few years, hopefully it's in an Aberdeen shirt. Yeah, great news, Andrew Shiny. It's uh, he, he's such a likable lad. He is. He's a, a top class professional. Very, very grounded. Very humble. Knows that he's still got a lot to learn in the game. But uh, you know, we've seen him develop through the the age groups. Uh, and despite various obstacles being put in his place, he's bulldozed them out of the road, and he's developing into a top class centre back. Absolutely. And uh, of course, we'll, we'll we'll hear from Scott uh, later on as well about the. Lots of speculation as to whether he'll be in the under-21 squad or even the full international. Well, um, it'll be interesting to see whether Alec McLeish decides to blood some youngsters. They are friendlies after all, and to my mind, that's what you should be using them for rather than picking tried and tested players. So uh, if Alec goes that route, and if he thinks back to his own career, um, you know, he was thrown into the fray at an early age. Hopefully he'll see a lot of himself in Scott McKenna and we'll give him the chance at full international level. Absolutely, and uh, tomorrow's game, Dave, uh, we've uh, not had the best of runs, so it's about time to do something about that. Yeah, it's been a bit of a, a sticky spell by Aberdeen's own very high standards, Dave, and the, the manager says it's important to get back to winning ways. we only so few games left in the league, you know, we're well aware of the importance of picking up all three points, and... You know, I think letting most games now you'll see between now and the end of the season is something I've mentioned before, the fact that there's something on it for every team at the minute. You know, the three points are vitally important for party as they are for ourselves, you know. Whether it's at the top end of the table fighting um, for titles, European spots, top six and getting away from relegation, it's the th- same three points that is meaningful to each other. That in turn will bring a competitive game, I'm sure, but hopefully the motivation to get all three points is bigger in our dressing room and uh, looking forward to the game. We've got a good record against Thistle, but doesn't guarantee us anything. We're going down there to work hard to bring all three points back. It is a busy period, as we mentioned, Andrew, and uh, after last week's game, the draw against Kilmarnock, uh, managers disagreeing over the penalty decision, which seems fairly normal. 
Yes, I mean, uh, I, I don't know why Steve Clark felt the necessity to come out and have a pop at Derek McInnes. Had the boot been another foot, I'm quite sure uh, Derek wouldn't have been saying to Steve Clark, you know, you shouldn't be uh, quibbling about how one of my players went down in the box to, to earn a penalty. Um, unnecessary, whether he's trying to get under Derek's skin or not, I don't know, but I think he'll find that, um, like himself, he's been round the block long enough that you don't get upset by that sort of thing. But it, it maybe just adds a wee bit of spice for the fans uh, ahead of the, the replay on Tuesday night, which is going to be a vital, vital game. Absolutely. And uh, Dave, it was a bit of a, an over-the-top reaction, I think most people thought, from, from Steve Clark asking Derek to be reported to the authorities. Yeah, absolutely. I think Steve Clark was being just a, a little bit naughty, a little bit uh, provocative, as we've touched on trying to maybe get under Derek McInnes' skin. But Derek says he finds Steve Clark's comments bizarre. My comments have not look back at them again uh, was the fact I was trying to defend Shea really because I know that Steve was keen to get Shea sent off um, and then he was keen to get me into trouble with the SFA and then, but he actually got the penalty kick you know, and it's no me really that's brought it in the public domain it's no me or Tommy Wright um, that should be commenting on it to be honest and we haven't done if I wanted to I would have mentioned that he'd get booked for diving here a few weeks ago when we played him in the league I would have mentioned he's been booked already for diving against other teams this season and I would have mentioned he get booked last season for diving but I didn't it's Steve that's brought it in the public domain I have no problem with Jordan Jones and it was a penalty kick but it wasn't a foul by, Steve, uh, by Shea Logan either so that all said, you know, it's it's much ado about nothing. I like Jordan Jones as a player, so there's nothing against the boy either. I tried to sign him in the summer, you know, I was keen to buy him, to bring him here in the summer. So there's no problems with the boy either, you know, so I'm having to react to, to Steve really bringing it into public domain. For me, it was done and dusted. Very clever Ray, from Derek there, yeah, I would have um, I, I didn't want to bring that up, but I just have. Yes, um, exactly. And it wasn't I'm a foul right. by yeah, and it wasn't a foul by by Shea, so Cowrie Arneson, you're the guilty party. It must be, yeah. <laughs> because he said it was a penalty. Yeah. And uh, it was an unnecessary penalty when you when you look oh, back yeah. on it, it was hesitation between the two Aberdeen defenders. And to be honest, until that point Kilmarnock had not been threatening at all. I mean they I see in one of the tabloids today people saying Chris Boyd should be recalled to the Scotland team. What utter nonsense. Yeah. Just because he scored a couple of penalties in the last couple of weeks. And yeah, he's, he's scoring goals, but he's 34, for goodness sake. Um, his time as an international player is long gone. But uh, yeah, just a, a, an interesting bit of uh, managerial tit for tat there. Absolutely. We, we've got a good back to tomorrow's game. We've got uh, a good record at, against Partick Thistle, particularly down there. Yeah, I mean, we've won our last six league meetings with Thistle uh, at what we've got to call now the Energy Check Stadium at Firhill. You being a, an old uh, Firhill man, you'll you'll never ever think of it as anything other than Firhill for who thrills. Will, who will? Johnson's for rolls. <laughs> Correct. Um, we've scored 17 goals in the in the winning the last six league meetings, 10 in the last two visits. I would suggest it's a place that Aberdeen enjoy going to play, but because of the circumstances, it will be a tough game, but I think the Dons will have no fear whatsoever of going to face Thistle tomorrow. And that starts a very important four days as we've already mentioned Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two absolutely crucial clashes. But Derek McInnes, he says he's relishing them. It's important that we try and find you know, good form. Players take responsibility for their own form, try and find what their performance are capable of. 
and of course we want to go and winning runs as we've shown time and time again in the time here and we've shown already this season no better time to go on a, a good winning unbeaten run at this stage of the season when the games become even more meaningful and uh, hopefully that can be the case I feel as though there's a lot to to look forward to I think there's a lot of um, still to be positive about um, you know McKenna signing and the opportunity to to get into a semi-final next week um, the opportunity to still try and fight for that second spot in the league you know there's a lot um, a lot at stake for us but also exciting at the same time you know and uh, so hopefully we can uh, uh, aim towards that together supporters players staff everybody working as one to get the job done and Dave uh, just uh, the gaffer there alluding to Scott McKenna and he's such a mature lad for uh, somebody so young Yes, he is. A, a very old head on young shoulders for a, a 21-year-old. His his uh, game intelligence is uh, quite uh, astonishing at times. He's he's learned so quickly. You can see he's so keen to to learn and soak up the you know the information that his uh, you know more experienced colleagues are giving him like like a sponge. I think you know he's learned a, a heck of a lot from the likes of uh, Kauri Arnas and 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 you know he, he's such a such a level-headed guy as we've touched on already. He's just taking it all in his stride as well. He's just not phased at all. I've just kind of uh, took it all to one side, mainly because the manager told me nothing would be happening in a sense of going anywhere. So I've always just been focused on playing well for Aberdeen and trying to stay in the team. Scott McKenna there and uh, Andrew, I mean, he came so close and he was gutted when the loan to Livingston uh, fell through at the last minute because the manager simply didn't want him to go to, to Livingston and uh, it proved the and six months later it was the best decision Scott could have made Yes, I mean uh, as you say it was all in place that he was going to be going to Livingston on loan uh, but uh, the manager had obviously seen something there and uh, Scott I'm sure with the benefit of hindsight will agree that it was the best decision ever not to, to go to Livy because the, the reason he wanted to go there was simply to play games uh, and that's that's all that he's interested in doing playing games improving himself as a player and uh, as Dave said soaking up all the information that you can get from more experienced colleagues and putting that into practice on the field of play and uh, you know if ever there was someone that a young player should be looking up to as you know the role model for taking the pathway from academy through the various age groups at Pataudry into the first team and hopefully to international reckoning Scott McKenna's your boy Yeah and it's amazing to think Dave that six months later he could be in the full international squad Yes, and, and there are growing calls for Alex McLeish to select him. Yeah, it'd be great if it happened, but obviously I don't know if it will. I'm just back in the 21 squad after being out of the Scotland setup for a couple of years, so delighted just to be there. But obviously if, I get a, if the manager decides to pick me for his squad, then I'd be delighted with that. But it does mean, of course, that if Scott is to move on, um, he's going to be moving on at the price Aberdeen want? Yes, uh, that's the, the whole rationale behind the improved deal, I'm quite sure. First and foremost, to, to pay Scott what um, the club feels he's worth, but also to, to ensure against uh, somebody being, being able to come in in six months, 18 months' time, whatever, uh, with a cut price offer that um, the player's going to take. I think um, you know it's a win-win for, for everyone. Uh, this, this improved deal that he's got and Dave he does want to win trophies with Aberdeen he said that yeah absolutely and you know he's uh, a very confident uh, young man he is confident he can help the club to success the manager and the coaching staff we've got here and the squad of boys we've got I just want to try and experience some of the highs that the, the boys have had in the, few year, in the last few years 
That's, that was my main reason for signing. I don't know, I've just uh, really want to try and get to Hamden with Aberdeen. I've been there, but I've been left out. I've never experienced playing there, so that would be one of them. Try to get to cup finals, hopefully finish in second league and just really carrying on what, what has been going on here, but being a part of it in, the, in a playing sense. We'll hear from uh, Partick Thistle after the break. Just before we go to that break, uh, this is Red Friday with Dave McDermott, Andrew Shiny, and Dave Galloway. You're one to watch. Andrew? Um, I think Kenny McLean, uh, because uh, it'll probably be the last time that he plays for Aberdeen at Fir Hill. And uh, he's, he captained the side when we won 6 0 down there. The only slight downside that there is um, at the moment is that uh, we've got three players sitting on five bookings who, if they were to be yellow carded tomorrow, uh, would missed the game against St Johnston on the 31st of March that's Andy Considine Kenny and Big Scott McKenna ironically um, but uh, Kenny uh, his, his form not the, at the high level that he's been at in the last couple of games but I think he'll bounce back tomorrow OK you're one to watch Dave uh, Graham Shinney for me he'll move back into midfield with Andy Considine returning from suspension you would have thought to play at left back his aggression for me in the middle of the park it could prove pivotal in, in what should be a really hard fought encounter. Absolutely and we'll continue our build up to Partick Thistle against Aberdeen after these. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. You're on North Sound 1's Red Friday with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself Dave McDermott. Dons away to Partick Thistle tomorrow and good news for the Dons as we've been hearing with Scott McKenna signing a new deal. And in sport, Aberdeen defender Scott McKenna has signed a new contract that will see him stay with the Dons until at least the summer of 2023. A product of the AFC Youth Academy, the centre-back first arrived at Pataudry at the age of just 11. Shot comes in! Goal! Scott McKenna! Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Brilliant news for a brilliant young man. He's been excellent. Um, He's really responded this season for his running the team. Everything that's getting asked of him, he's doing very well and he's getting that recognition, but you would never know it um, through his manner, how he trains. He's just a boy that wants to improve and be as best as he can. That's who we want to work with at this club. So, you know, he deserves the the improved contract. Um, We're delighted that he sees this um, uh, an opportunity to extend and be with us for the next foreseeable future. There's no doubt he's a huge asset to us and um, there's going to be good things happening for Scott, but thankfully, um, for us, the next few years, hopefully it's in an Aberdeen shirt. Coming at the start of the season, I wasn't playing. I was out of contract at the end of the year. And then, obviously, I didn't know if I was, was going to get offered anything else here. So, after a few games and getting offered a five-year contract, a bit of security, the chance to beat this massive club for the next five years, it was something I jumped at. And the club just approached my agent last week and obviously we got something done pretty quick. It's all been announced this week, so I'm just delighted it's all done. I can just focus on football again. Yeah, it feels special to be given a long contract like that. Obviously, the managers put a lot of confidence in me and a lot of faith in me, playing me and giving me, obviously, the contract as well. So, hopefully, my performance on the pitch can just keep improving. A huge contract for a huge talent, so we went to speak to some of the fans at Pataudry to hear their views. Well, I think they must think he's good for uh, signing him five years. Fantastic for a young boy like that to sign for Aberdeen for five years. Could, could be better. The beauty of it is, if Abbey went to sell him, they'll get a big fee for him, at least a million anyway, at the minimum. He's got the physique, he's got the pace, he's left-sided, um, he can certainly defend, and as long as I think he keeps his head down and keeps working, then he'll do really well. McKenna, who's in a bit of space, McKenna comes forward, thinks about the long-range shot. Oh, oh, oh my oh, goodness oh, me! Oh, what oh, a 
fantastic goal that was. Scott McKenna there and uh, all the best to Scott and fingers crossed he'll be in that squad on Monday. Right, predictor, uh, Andrew, last week it all seemed pretty boring. Yeah, um, everybody, uh, Red Army, the two of you and myself, we all got two points, so nothing's changed in the league table. Uh, I'm still in fourth place, just behind you, um, a point behind you. I've got 80, you've got 81. Dave Galloway, you're on 91. Red Army still out in front on 97. So all to play for this week. Absolutely. So the action starts this evening and representing the Red Army is uh, Mike, who was on North Sound 1 uh, before us. Um, but uh, let's get, uh, first of all, tonight's game, the Edinburgh Derby, Dave. Hibs against Hearts. Hibs against Hearts. Well, Hearts will come first and foremost to keep a clean sheet, maybe nick a goal at the other end. So I don't see a lot of goals tonight. But Hibs have more attacking threat, no doubt about that. They, they really put Aberdeen to the sword recently and are in good form with four wins from the last six matches I take them to edge this this evening 1-0 Andrew uh, I think it's going to be as close as Dave just said but I think it's going to be a share of the spoils a 1-1 draw and uh, for the Red Army Mike has gone 2-1 Hibs and I've gone 2-1 Hibs uh, Dundee St Johnston Andrew um, a very difficult one to call because both are, are struggling both are capable of playing much better football than the results would suggest and and uh, Dundee just don't seem to be able to get wins when they need them. And I think Tommy Wright's team has just got that wee bit more know-how about them. And I th- see them edging this one 2-1. Dave? Uh, I have gone for Dundee 2, St Johnston 1. And again, Mike and I have agreed. Uh, so that won't happen. 1-1. One, one. Dave, Hamilton, Motherwell. Well, Aki's got a badly needed win against Partick last time out. That was after five straight defeats. Motherwell on a good run, including last weekend's uh, cup win over Hearts, of course. So they've got the momentum. A way win for me, 2-0. Andrew? Uh, I've got slightly closer, but still Motherwell winning 2-1. And Mike has gone uh, Hamilton 1, Motherwell 3, and I've gone 1-1. Kilmarnock against Ross County, Andrew? Well, the form book suggests that this is going to be a comfortable victory for Kilmarnock, and uh, I think it's going to be a repeat of the midweek scoreline against St Johnson. Kelly to win 2-0. Okay, Dave? Uh, I'm going to go for Kilmarnock 3, Ross County nil. Okay, and Mike has gone Kilmarnock 3, Ross County nil, and I've gone 2-0. And on Sunday at lunchtime, Dave, Rangers against Celtic. Mm, the Just in case you hadn't noticed. Yes, well, oh, I hadn't noticed. The, the battle of the Titans, call it what you will. Uh, Rangers certainly looking strong right now, uh, right now. Nine wins from ten games. Impressive in attack. They can score against any side, but they will need to be better at the back to keep the hoops attacking threat quite. I fancy them to get a draw at the weekend, 1-1. Okay, Andrew? I think Celtic will have the bit between their teeth in this one. They'll want to shut up the noisy neighbours. 3-1 to Celtic. I've gone 3-1 Celtic, but Mike has gone 1-1. And before we get to the predictions on the big one, let's hear from Partick boss Alan Archibald. If you watched the last couple of games, um, I wouldn't take it for granted, but no, I think if you score three goals against Aberdeen in the form they're in, we should see the game out and take it. So no, we take that all day long. Was that an unusual game? Was this the most unusual game this season in some ways? Um, it probably was. I was, I was happened back to it this morning. It was quite a strange game. 
Um, it really was in, in terms of the goals, in terms of the way the game flowed as well. Um, so no, no, we take any sort of chances like that again. I think Aberdeen are in a better place now than what they were then. I think they're stronger, so yeah, it'll be a tough game. Alan Archibald speaking to Ronnie Esplin there. Uh, Andrew, how do you see the big one tomorrow afternoon going? Well, the, the word three was mentioned there, and that's the number of goals I think Aberdeen will win by tomorrow and we'll keep a clean sheet, so 3-0 to the Dons. Dave? Uh, I'm going to go 2-0 Aberdeen Thistle fighting for their lives as they sit in the playoff place they'll, they'll, they'll make it tough but the Dons have a big point to prove as they gear up for uh, as we've already discussed uh, two matches which uh, a lot of people uh, see as make or break for them so 2-0 the Dons OK Mike has gone 3-0 to Aberdeen I've gone 3-1 to Aberdeen so that's our predictions for this weekend in League 2 top of the table Peter Head are on the road at Stirling Albion who sit third here's boss Jim McAnally we've got the three top teams in a week coming up and uh, you know we'll, we'll just the old cliche of one game at a time really will kick in this this week this week so uh, you know still in Albion's in a fantastic run the form team in the league and uh, if they win their games in hand they would be four points behind us so really it's a, it's a game tomorrow where we feel as if we can if we could win the game then it would make it hard for them to come back at us. You know, that's what we've got to try and do this week is try and eliminate opponents. Jim McAnally there and uh, in the Highland games we should have actually have some action this weekend. Yeah, I would hope that we've got a full card. We've got uh, quarterfinals in the Breeden Highland League Cup, Forest Mechanics against the favourites for the Trophy Cove Rangers. Keith, who are really struggling this season, they entertain Broader Rangers. Nairn County play Fraserburgh and Strathspey Thistle face Huntley. In the PNJ Highland League, Rothes travel to Clach. Fort William entertain Bucky Thistle. Inverurie Locos can go second if they beat Devran Vale and Tariff United play Wick. In the juniors, again looking for some games tomorrow. GA Engineering Cup third round, uh, Dufftown at home to Dundee North End, and alongside they entertain Carnoustie Panmuir in the McBookie.com Super League quartet of games there. Ellen United take on Cooter, Bankery St Ternan. They're at home to Hall Ross United. Colony Park travel up to the Highland Capital to take on Inverness City and it's Maud versus Hermes. In the PMAC Group McLemon Cup first round at Gallows Hill Park, Newborough Thistle against Bank City. And in the Domino's Pizza North Regional Cup second round, Dice, Montrose, Rose Lee and Stonehaven against Bucky Rovers. Just a short time to speak about the rugby, of course. Scotland, after that great Murrayfield win against the old enemy, they go to Dublin. It's a, a, probably a harder game. It probably is a, a tougher task than playing against England, but uh, as you say, they're going to go there with confidence after that magnificent win in the Calcutta Cup. Uh, France play England, Wales play Italy, so everything's still to play for. Uh, and if Scotland can win uh, the final game against Italy, you know, we could be Six Nations champions. Dave, you fancy our chances against yeah, the Irish? Yeah, yeah, certainly do. I, I absolutely loved uh, watching on the telly the, the Scotland triumph over England, as Andrew said, absolutely magnificent. The tails will really be up. Gregor Townsend will have his men really fired up. Let's go out and have a go at Ireland and hopefully we can uh, beat them. I'm confident, yeah. Absolutely. That's your lot for another week on Red Friday. It's the Dons down at Partick Thistle tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock kickoff. Have a wonderful sporting weekend. See you next week. Bye-bye. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. It's North Zone 1's Red Friday.